Uh, welcome back to the Funny Books and Firewater podcast. We're a drinking podcast with a comic book problem. Shake the shit out of it. Cool. Well, hey, and welcome to another episode of the Funny Books and Firewater podcast. Uh, we are in the middle of our uh, Dog Days of Summer month um, with Todd's favorite book, because Todd is a big fan of any book that changes the word compendium to something else. We are doing <laughs> Battle Pug, the Compugdium. Uh, so the Compugdium's number one fan himself. We have Todd here with us. We have yep. uh, Pug lover extraordinaire, Adam. Yep. And... Uh, that is big, legitimate. Yeah, and uh, yes. and big muscular guys riding on giant dogs. Fan, we have Lena, and okay. uh, and I'm just here for the ride. I'm Brian. Uh, <laughs> so. Uh... <laughs> Uh, cool. Yeah. So battle pug and please feel free to cover me if I'm wrong or anything to my understanding was a, uh, originally a, a web comic. Uh, mm. this is the full collection of the web comic. It is published almost in the style of what you would expect a giant, uh, uh, like Foxtrot or like Saturday, like Sunday morning funnies kind of comic book strip is what I feel like this is like the size of like the book. It's like it's this big hardbound. It's, it's, it's a way bigger to do in a hardbound book than maybe it deserves to be in my personal opinion but uh we'll get into that later but basically it's about uh this mystical land where giant animals seem to show up all the time and there is essentially conan ripoff uh trying to avenge the loss of his uh small community by riding on a giant pug lane is laughing at me am i right am i wrong yeah no you totally are it's I'm just like, it, as soon as you said like, 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 <laughs> you're like that is the most ridiculous fucking thing i've ever heard you're like yeah because it has like what giant giant pugs it has a giant salamander it has has giant uh, seals, giant, giant seals, um, a talking, um, oh, giant whale as well. Uh, yeah, the villain riding on two dolphins. Um, the let's see what other weird random. But shit yeah, is Conan in this. riding on a pug, spiders. riding on a whale. That's true. Yes. Conan riding on a pug, riding on a whale. Um, no, 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 I love to the take out the villain the riding on the dolphins. Yes. Yeah, the villain with the cats. The yes. with the cats. That one. Oh my gosh, the guy with like just the sad cat strapped to the top of his head. Yeah. Is one of my favorite people. It actually. made me think of uh, the Monty Python the Holy Grail. Where, like, it's like, oh, look at the cute little rabbit. Ah! <laughs> yeah. Oh, very much so. Very much so. <laughs> uh, anyway, get rid of them all with uh, catnip from the from that or whatever the little uh, druid person the, is. Yeah the, yeah. the the yeah. Anyway. It is um, the world's most bizarre D&D game in comic book form is basically how I would describe it. Actually, this would be a really fun D&D game, to be honest with you. This is the kind of D&D game I expect Todd to uh, DM for some reason. Yeah, it's just, it's just weird enough that I can see you doing it, Todd. Like You look at me like I'm crazy, but I can see you pulling some of this shit. Um, anyway. I'll take so, that. Yeah, that sounds on brand. Yeah, there's also a few weird little celebrity cameos that we will discuss in strange ways that I think are deliberate. Because um, they have a reference to the Jeffersons. Yes, and then there's another yes. one that I'm 90% sure i spotted but i want to get other people's opinions on but we'll get there i'm glad uh, you noticed the jefferson's thing because i was like is that george jefferson and I was there, like, there totally is the jefferson's george i also think it's i mean you have a very large uh man who has a rock tied to his head who they refer to as the rock which i thought would be just coincidence except for like there is like a whole fucking wwe sequence yes. so i'm very mm-hmm. like so i'm pretty certain that's a reference to the rock but there's one other one that we will discuss when we get there but starting out as we always do we need a cocktail uh some of us more than others maybe to get through this book it is a <laughs> hefty tome i will say that uh so mr adam what is our drink for this week so this drink uh is called this week's drink is called pug slobber and it's actually a drink i cannot ever have because it has gold schlager in it and we've discussed ad nauseum about that so i have gold schlager (laughs) yeah i know (laughs) 
Uh, so anyways, you take an ice-filled shaker, you're going to add one ounce of vodka, one ounce of Goldschlager, a half ounce of Goldschlager, a half ounce of blue curacao. You shake the shit out of it, and you strain into a shot glass. That sounds terrifying. It does. Yeah. So my Goldschlager thing that I still remember is um, I was in my younger days, and I was perfectly legal at the age of 21, because of course I was at least 21 when I did this. Yeah. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, oh, and I love, out. I love that movie. And I watched it at home on my own, blasted on Goldschlager logger sans subtitles yeah so i just watched the whole thing and i was like cleaning up my house a little bit but i just watched it and i'm like oh i understand what they're saying no i wasn't uh that is actually oddly (laughs) enough a very good um description of how i read this book in a little bit but uh we'll get into that uh but we also are going to need some drinking games um i am going to be brave and let other people go before me because i have a feeling mine's gonna get stolen but we'll do it okay mr todd what do you got I see side boob. Oh, okay. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that was. I actually texted Lane. I'm like, "What's up with the narrator yeah. being naked the entire yeah. time?" Like that, that was like, I do yeah. explain well, it. And that was the whole thing. He he hadn't got to that part yet, yeah. and I was like, "Give it a minute." I'm like, "Once you get towards the end, it'll make sense." And he was like, "Okay." Well, I like, think it's I, so I, stupid. But uh, yeah, I, I think you prefaced like. I'm glad you're the one good. defending that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, I'm not like, defending okay. it, but I yeah. like. It, but the the store like the reason that they give in the book at least gives a reason as to why she's naked. But I was just like, and, and to be I'm fair, like, so stupid. Yeah. But <laughs> when you start out with the, a lot you of basically have like Let's yeah, you have that. Conan, and then you have this naked girl talking to two yeah. pugs through the entire thing. Like at first, you're like, this is bizarre. I mean, it, it just it feels very unnecessary and not to say sure. it's not unnecessary to the entire thing but as you get through the weirdness that is this book the logic sort of rings solid for what this book is it's not saying that's logical but it just is like oh okay it kind of falls <laughs> it's into the consistent within it's itself. consistent it is. yes it that is. is true yeah so uh lena what is your drinking game rule um i mean i oh every time i read these books i always forget about drinking rules uh yeah uh, mage, 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 I think is what they, it was constant. Every, every yeah. freaking panel had something about it. And so small sips, small sips, but every time you see the right. word mage or mages or whatever. Yeah. Mine is almost as bad as yours, but I'm going to let Adam go first. Actually, I'm going to let you go first. Cause I actually made five of them for this. So oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going with the name of either gibberish or you can call it scrabble. Every time the old man says either scribble or scrabble or whatever the weird things that he puts before every statement he makes, and at the end of every statement he makes, that's uh, that's take a small, small, small sip. Um, and Mr. Adam, we actually were talking about that one when we, before you logged in. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, you all took the ones I was thinking of already. So that's why I made five. Uh, one of mine is called "Edited for Content." Every time that one little mage swears and they black it out, yeah, because <laughs> that was really amusing. And then rap, 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 rap. Every time the plug goes brap 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 yeah take a drink yeah he doesn't actually bark he just says brat it's very interesting there it is so okay well who has things that they want to get off their chest first i i i thought oh. someone well, elena started will... biting her tongue well, let go first so okay so i'll go first um this book was weird mm-hmm. um uh-huh. it was in very a weird. good way <laughs> good way yeah i don't know if it was in a good way it wasn't I mean, i'll put it this way it wasn't so bad that i was like just get me through the end of the yeah. fucking book like the little girl that constantly swears did make my day yeah um the big pug i didn't understand the the part with the guy with the cats all over him and they get and they get out of it with like catnip odd stop swirling right in front of your microphone <laughs> 
He looks like he just got told to go sit in the corner. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Lena, continue. No, it's okay. Well, and I have the power. I can I can mute him. So oh, that's true. That's he true. warned Todd. <laughs> All right, He-Man. Like, He-Man so, actually ties in with this as well. So that's true. Yeah. <laughs> that's but right. I um but the the whole story was and and actually you'd saying it was a webcomic, it makes sense as to why it was kind of drawn out the way it was. Yeah. It was just so it felt like a soap opera. I could pick it mm. up at any point and still know what the fuck's going on because not much happens in a lot of what's going in a lot of these pages. At least that's mm-hmm. how I felt. Um but the the my favorite part of this book, honestly, were the two little dogs that she was telling <laughs> the story to. Wait, we have mm-hmm. fingers? Yeah. <laughs> they, they were my favorite. Um, they were so ugly. They were cute. It's that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did think that, like, honestly, I I'm surprised at the ending because the way that they were like, Where are doors? How do food how does food get in here? And she's mm-hmm. like, I know. And it just felt like she gonna kill these dogs. Is something bad gonna happen to these dogs? Mm-hmm. Because it felt like they were setting you up for something, and mm-hmm. then sure. um, and then when you saw the other people that that were like of her tribe or whatever that were also naked with the tattoos. And I was like, okay, so these are her people. Mm-hmm. So what the, f- like, are they good? Are they bad? Like, I don't really know what's going on here. And then, um, but I was like, but now I know why she's naked. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was just, it was very strange. I did like the fact that when the bad guy got into the tower and the dog was like, Oh, the door was under this rug. The entire time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So it was like the part, the, that's why I said I love those two little dogs. They were my favorite part. But the story as a whole, man, it was just so damn slow. Mm-hmm. It just felt so slow to me. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Like, let's let's get on with it. The scribbly dude, I, we could have done without. Yeah. Um, yeah. the guy in the cave with the seeing pond or whatever it was, that mm-hmm. first one in the cave. Uh-huh. Could have done without him too. Mm-hmm. It just felt like it was the same characters over and over. Yeah. Um, and it was just this, they were getting into the same predicaments every time. And sometimes it had somewhat of a different outcome. Most times it was just like this, they were just regurgitating the same characters. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah. I, um, I feel like for me, at least the mm-hmm. dialogue is what held this book back the most. I uh, like visually. I liked the way the storytelling was done. I thought the art was fun and interesting, and very like sort of telling. I agree with you that they repeat the same thing over and over again. But when I started sort of like skim slash speed reading through all the dialogue and only reading the stuff that looked interesting or I needed to get clarification on, that's where I really enjoyed the book. Um, I kind of feel the same way I did about like. I think that uh, there's, there's other comics I've read that like I like the story, but like the dialogue or just the way it's written is clunky enough that that's what distracts from it. And like, yes, this is a big book, and yes, it's sort of repetitive, and I agree with all of that. Um, but yeah, when, when I stopped paying as much attention to the dialogue, and I'm much like very much a, a dialogue story kind of guy. Um, I actually really enjoyed this book quite a lot more when I just said, hey, let's just look at the pretty pictures. And then I was like, okay, this is really fun. The pretty um, pictures. Yay. Yeah. I love uh, it. Let's just look at the pretty pictures. Yeah. So like that's kind of the point in time I got 
to on this book. Cause also like we had to read it for this thing. I'm like, this is a lot of just content in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, okay, well I'll kind of speed read it and skim it. And then like, and that's when I started to like, kind of like it. The other thing I was going to mention is I mentioned earlier, a weird cameo that I think that I had noticed is mm-hmm. uh, the dead Walker, I believe is a reference to the walking dead creator, Robert Kirkman, because the character who looks like it looks a lot like Robert Kirkman, like the, the whole like, t- like a blonde beard and like short haircut. Okay. I'm 90 percent totally sure that's a Robert Kirkman reference who also is yeah. the uh, publisher of image comics. So I was like, that was the weird word. I'm like, I think I see this reference, but I want to see, you know, if anybody else caught, it. there's also a bunch of like WWE wrestlers in there and all sorts of other stuff. Mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what Robert Kirkman looks like, so yeah. I couldn't weigh in on that, but that does make a lot of sense. So. Yeah. Especially when it's like the dead Walker and the guy at the time was doing the walking dead. Mm-hmm. Like it kind of makes sense. So, right. Okay. Um, Adam, he looks a lot like you, but blonde is what Robert Kirkman <laughs> looks like. Okay. So he's yeah. handsome. Gotcha. Thank okay. you. Yes. And make him blonde. Gorgeous blonde, a little bit longer of a beard. Yeah. But there you go. <laughs> so doesn't work on yeah, a visual, on an audio medium. Sir, you're, you're, yeah. You're good. just the, you're the, you're the, uh, dark and stormy version of Robert Kirkman, Adam. I don't know. I, know <laughs> I, I always thought I had a face for radio, but maybe I'm wrong, so I don't know. Oh my god. Todd, so, that Kirkman is does fantastic. <laughs> See, I just do the show for the ego boost. <laughs> See, there you go. We all have a nice dark and stormy in our lives, right? That's good. Yeah. Especially with the heat waves that's been blasting through the west of the United States. Oh, yeah. it's been so, so. I went to work the other day. Really, I'm sorry, really fast. No, go ahead. I walk in and uh, Mondays is when our my whole team and my boss get together and we kind of plan our week out. We do the setup. We've got like a million conference calls. So I walk in and he looks at me. He's like, "Oh my god, you look like shit. Are you okay?" I'm like, "Dude, it was 85 <laughs> degrees in my room last night. I finally. I, I I go to bed early in school nights. I'll go to bed around 10, kind of fall asleep watching some great British baking show because I'm an old lady. And uh, and it's an awesome show. Oh, it's an awesome show. And it's so good. My parents haven't watched it yet. I'm so excited to go see them next month. We're going to sit down. I'm going to make you dinner. And we'll and you're going to watch some because it's absolutely stunning and amazing. And I want to be... Uh, you know, I love Prue, but Mary Berry has a very... I want to be Mary Berry's friend. Heart. Yes. And, and maybe I, just because um, I started watching it with Prue and then went back and watched the Mary Berries, I really so like I. Prue a lot. Uh, but I, I really like point. Prue. Where I, um, Hollywood, he's an interesting guy, but the way he was so protective of Mary Berry was very oh, yeah. endearing to me. Because gotcha. you could see Mary Berry, like she had arthritis and things going on with his hands, and he always just stepped in with for her. Mm-hmm. And you just look at that, and I'm like, his personal life's a bit of a disaster, but the way he is um, doing that with Mary Berry, I'm like, good on you, man. And it, yeah. it, it's like the whole distillation of the entire show was Hollywood's um, interaction with Mary Berry. It's really quite a sweet thing. Yeah. So back to Battle Pug instead of the great British Bake Off <laughs> or Baking Show. It's Bake Off and in the Britain's yeah. Baking yeah. Show. Yeah. yeah, it's Great British Bake Off in the UK, and then it's they've changed it when they brought it over to Netflix and Great British Baking Show, and it's like you couldn't just keep the title. Yeah, no, they right. couldn't. Pillsbury's rights to Bake Off was the issue in the United oh, States. So, okay. so you can that. thank Pillsbury for that change. Also on YouTube, because we're talking about this, there is a lot of celebrity um, British Bake Off events, and it's hilarious. Like John Lithgow has an ap- appearance, and a whole bunch Ooh. of other people. 
You should check them out. They're pretty funny. And some of these celebrities are garbage bakers and they just go for it. Oh, it really is. It becomes a really interesting thing. It's like, here, you're doing this baking show. I was like, I'm not a baker. But here we go. I was like, all right. Yeah. So, so yeah, before we move time. on, I just I need to make mention because Brian, you're wearing a, a Dunder Mifflin shirt. Mm-hmm. The first couple seasons of The Office, the yes. girl that Michael had his little thing with, what was her Jan? name? Jan. Jan, Jan the one that made him sleep at the foot of the bed. I, she worked at corporate or whatever. Yeah, that's, that's yes, Jan. Yes, yes. Okay. Melora Harding a, is the name of the actress. She's on a show called Bold Type uh-huh. right now. She plays this editor-in-chief of this magazine on the Bold Type. Well, the one they just finished the series. The series just ended this week. But a couple episodes back um, in this season, she was wearing a Dunder Mifflin shirt, and I cracked the That's hell up. funny. <laughs> and Tori was like, what is so funny? And I was like, she was on the freaking office. So that yeah. shit is hilarious that yeah. they put her in a Dunder Mifflin Sure. Self-referential for sure. I thought that was fantastic. So when I saw your shirt, I was like, I could just gotta tell you. I thought it was a cute little nod that they did in her next show to her old show. So yeah. Awesome. Yeah, okay. Did a good job there. Okay, battle uh, pug. Okay. That's all yeah, no, it's good time. Welcome, future Brian, for all of this that you're gonna have. There's <laughs> 20 minutes of the show that just got cut out. Just like just like hey, I've listened to past episodes, they don't. So sometimes they do, sometimes they so with Battle Pug, what was interesting to watch is, and it, it's called Battle Pug, you've got this dog, and it's always a happy face on this Battle Pug. Yeah. Uh, the, the pug, you're like, it's permanently, hey, I'm just here for the lap dance, happy face mm-hmm. kind of guy going on. And that's permanent. It doesn't matter if you, like, took a sword and, like, stabbed that frog Komodo lizard thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, look, you just, I came here to kill you, the Konai character, and you killed the person about to kill me. I think we can get along. Mm-hmm. And you're right. It was a lot of, I've read this before, but let's read it again is a question for you on the compendium. I bought this digitally. You can tell that it's a webcomic because it did not give a lot of thought for the page crease mm-hmm. in yeah. that way, right? Oh, yeah, that's so true, you look yeah. at this, it's like, how can I tell this is a webcomic? Because the um, it's wide format, but it's like, oh, there's a page crease. Are you going to account for that? Like, not at all. Mm-hmm. We're going to ignore that completely. And I could see if you had why the book is bigger and unwieldy because printing that thing had to have been a pain in the butt. Like, it's yep. gigantic. Oh, like, it is, yeah. it is huge. That's it's, like, right. really thick. Like, it is a tome of a book. Like, it's insane. And, like, right. only and a little bit that. of it is special features. But, yeah, it's a big, heavy book for There's sure. There's a lot of special features. Like, I got to the end, there was, like, I thought there was one more issue. And it was, like, no, these yeah. are all just the covers. I did yeah. say, if you look at the covers, the Jaws cover, I want mm-hmm. that poster. It's <laughs> really cool. There was one thing so, we didn't talk about. I'm sorry, Todd, finished what you're saying. No, 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 go ahead. Um, oh, wow. The pug, was he, did he have a name? Didn't you say Sparkles or something like that? I think she just named it. Yeah, the the the, the little girl mage named it. I think yeah. must say Sparkles or something like that. Yeah, it was, okay. Uh, he was, his owners were looking for him. That's true. It was very sweet. And I was like, oh, and the big, like, statue they saw of him yeah. was a lost dog poster, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's really cute and sad. I know, but it's kind of and a like, fun way to go out on this story, and though. The, and the little, the little kid was like, oh, and the mom was like, you'll find him. And he's like, mm-hmm. So, so what yeah. I really enjoyed about this is it's uh, we had brought up Monty Python, but this this book was silly mm-hmm. in all the right ways, and it yeah. embraced its silliness, and that's what really saved it. As it goes, everything it's like, oh, we've got some of these tropes and these cliches, and it's repetitive, but. Here's a guy with a rock strapped to his head. Here is this going on mm-hmm. here. Here is this scribble scrabble. And you're like, oh, this is silly. Do I need to read the words? 
less important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the title is all in there. It's like, this is Battle Pug. Well, what are you going to get? Oh, that's exactly what you're going to get. Yeah, a pug that battles. <laughs> this, um, this is exactly what you're going to get. It's like, I wonder what this might be. It is exactly that. Mm-hmm. But it sounds silly. It is silly, but it embraces. It's very much. It does not try to be anything that it's not. Yeah. For that, I salute you. Yeah. So, yeah, it was all right. I had a good time with it. Is it um, life-changing? Meh. But it was, I get it. I mean, it was a lot going on. The artists, the creators were consistent. So good mm-hmm. on them. It's not like the art really took a dip no. at any point. So I give it that. But it was, um, the formula was interesting thing. But yeah, you just look at all the, it, it was a bit, the uh, little pets being told the story and the whole bit with the, you know, side boob woman with the s- tattoo sleeves. <laughs> and you're like... This is interesting. Yeah. So he was like, I know the audience this is being written to. I can tell you the <laughs> age demographic right now. Yeah. It's just enough for the parents if they see it going, what is that? And they're like, no, mom, it's fine. It's fine. It's Look, not a giant dog. actually see anything. Yeah. So, yeah, but yeah. that's what it is. It's silly. It's mostly harmless. It's kind of like a 1980s Porky's kind of a deal. That or, I mean, it, it, it looks like some of your finer van art really is what it is. You yeah. know, like. It, yeah. In fact, actually, the cover would be really cool on a van, like, you know, Conan <laughs> on a giant pug. Like, I could see Adam having that van. For or sure. having, like, a Pontiac, like a Firebird, and having it on the hood of the Firebird. Oh, nice, oh yeah. God. Except on the back of that van, it'll say, you know, on the doors, free pugs and candy. So. <laughs> <laughs> <That's right. laughs> and well, there we are. Uh, cool. Adam, did you, we, we got some thoughts from you, or do you have anything else? Uh, just basically what, what Todd already said, you know, this, yeah. this book is called Battle Pug. What is it about? It is about it's a about pug about that battles. And like, yeah. you, you couldn't go in expecting anything else. And Todd, you hit it right on the head when you said it knows what it is. It had fun with it and it didn't try to be anything else, mm. which is kind of funny because as we record this, I just saw uh, F, Fast and Furious 9, whatever you want to call it now, uh, just like a week or two ago and the one thing i loved about that movie was as dumb as it is they send a goddamn car to space (laughs) what else are they gonna do they've done this is nine movies it's the same shit over and over and by the way when was the last time anybody watched the first one i've only ever seen the first one i've never Uh, seen oh you were the first two um i didn't see the third one because that's when they had somebody new and paul walker wasn't in it and they did that was tokyo drift so that's when i saw that's actually important for this one by the way oh really mm-hmm. well they started to bring everybody together after that after that and then paul walker came back and then it became this like weird heist like the the whole premise of the first movie is not carried through the rest of them it's basically like no. watching the expendables yes it's just with coronas like and porn, words basically. with family yeah. yeah 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 and see that that's what's so funny so uh justin lynn took over i believe in fast five and that's kind of when it became this new super uh, the, you can say they're superheroes almost you know mm-hmm. and one of my favorite favorite movie moments i think almost of all time was either in the last one or the one before where the rocks in the hospital the entire movie and he's got a shoulder cast on at the very end because like deus ex machina he has to show up and save the day he stands up flexes and the cast shatters and he <laughs> says daddy's got to go to work and that to this day is one of my favorite movie moments of all time but yeah this one they go to fucking space but what i love <laughs> so much uh, literally a car in space uh is there's a moment where one of the guys is talking and he's like, look at us, look at me. I am covered, my clothes have bullet holes all in them, and I am unscathed. He's like, it's like we're in a movie and we were superheroes. That's mm-hmm. literally said 20 minutes into the movie, and I'm like, you know what you're doing. It, this yeah. is the 
I walked out and the rep was like, Go Universal. I was there like, this is, is, yeah. There is a movie and it's like one of the only Tom Cruise movies I like. And it is because they even mention the fact that Tom Cruise gets away with everything because he, it's Cameron Diaz. It's called Night and Day. And it's uh-huh. a movie he did with Cameron Diaz. And there's a whole scene where he was like, your life with me. He goes, your survival with me, without me. And he oh, just yeah, keeps yeah. like moving his hand up and down. And my mother and I were like, I hate him. But holy fuck, it is the most accurate thing I've ever seen in any one of his movies. Because at least they acknowledge the fact that War of the Worlds, they're shooting everything, and he's just running. Nothing hits. Right. (laughs) No, exactly. And and I walked out of the movie, and like, and the the studio reps are there, and they're like, hey, what'd you think? And I was like, that was literally the dumbest thing I've ever seen, and I could not pay it a higher compliment. Because... That's what it is. It's like, but going back to a battle pug is, yeah, this knows what, what it's trying to be. Yeah. A pug right. that eats, and the pug eats people. And I think it's just hilarious. You're mm. sitting there and like, the final bad guy. Arm. I was like, oh, that's wonderful. They, they, they spent all this time and energy trying to kill this bad guy, and the pug just eats him. Like, ha, ah, this is amazing. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's wonderfully stupid and perfect in that sense. Now, that being said, the other gripes are also there. Like, yes, it, it is overly long. Like, the dialogue, I was getting to the point, Brian, where I was kind of skimming stuff. So, I didn't even catch the part that the pug was missing, and they were looking for it, because I was just skimming by the end. I was like, oh, the pug, the pug, the pug. So, I actually... Actually, th- thank you, Blaine. I didn't know about that part. Uh, yeah. It is what it is. It, it's it accomplishes mission, and as much as this is something I will never read again, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun, and I can't fault it for that because it. That's what it was supposed to be. It was Conan the Barbarian meets a giant pug, and that's what we got. Uh, let's jump into final grades, uh, Mr. Todd. Mm, barely a B. Okay, seems fair. Adam? Uh, I'm going to be. It knew what it was, and it had fun, but it's it's nothing perfect. Okay, Lena? B minus. It needed an editor. Yeah, I'm with Lena, <laughs> B minus. I'll be honest, <laughs> this book got better grades than I was expecting. I'll be, I, 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 thought, I thought everyone would be a lot better on it than they were. I, I thought it's I'd be the lone person, like, it's not terrible. Like, it's not great. It's not, not horrible. Awful. It's okay. But it knew what it was. It did it know it was, was consistent. Yeah. I did not feel like I was being yanked around. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the so, elevator pitch for this book yeah. literally was what's it called? Battle pug. What is it? Got it's it. a pug that battles. Okay. Yeah. Here's money. Yeah. Done. Yeah. I mean, it would be a fun movie or TV show. Like, it'd be weird and be an insane budget, but it would be kind of fun, you know? So Yeah, I mean, it, it's a different kind of thing. It's like how the yeah. Doom Patrol people do it, but no, you need yeah. a different kind of thing. You no, need, it needs Monty Python. Let Monty Python to do it. Yeah. And it'd be great yeah. with Monty Python. But. Cool. Uh, well, so next week we are going to be reading Grumble, which um, I'll be honest with you, my awareness of this book was purely from the fact that it is published by Albatross Funny Books, which is owned by the guy uh, uh, Powell, uh, Eric Powell, who uh, writes and illustrates The Goon, who I'm a big fan of. And also, a useless fact for you, when I came up with the name for this podcast as Funny Books and Firewater, I was deliberately thinking of his uh, label, Albatross Funny Books. Uh, so there is sort of a weird reference for us internally for this next book i don't know if it goes much farther than that um but uh it also has some weird logic that seems to stick to itself in its own world um i would say uh but uh yeah let's go with that sure okay 
Well, there you go. There's a preview. Uh, so uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, so that'll be uh, that'll be next week, and then the week after, we are going to be reading. Why have I Lockjaw? Lockjaw, Lockjaw right? Okay. Who's, Who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? <laughs> Which I mean, really, that, you have to say it that way. There's no other yeah. way of saying that. That's so. how you say it when you yeah. say it to a dog. That's Who's true. a good boy? Yeah. Anyway, so that'll be uh, that'll be then. So uh, thank you everybody for joining us, and we will see you all later. Or bye. bye. Oh, Todd didn't go that time. He didn't, but it was also like the, the nice sort of like harmony thing. The you sound like a barbershop quartet for a second. It was nice. It was very nice. <laughs> I will never be in a barbershop quartet. I can't. Why not, Todd? Because I'm bad. Oh, got it. <laughs>